Three weeks. I know. This is the longest hiatus I've ever had. And believe it or not, it wasn't, well, it was kind of by choice, but it really wasn't by choice why I disappeared for a little bit. But we will get all into that. But it's been three weeks. And all I got to say is welcome back to the Honestly Lazy Show. Let's take a swig to celebrate. The Honestly Lazy Podcast. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy Stick coming back at you with yet another episode of the Honestly Lazy Podcast. I hope you're all having a good week or had a good week. I've been gone for a bit. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking I disappeared like I disappeared for a year. That was not the case, and I'm so sorry that I've been gone for so long. I will say I've drank enough fucking beer that I w- you think I'd be done and be like, oh, I need a couple weeks off, but, um, you know, I'm still feeling a little sippy-poo after a long day of work, but, you know, we'll talk about everything I did over the past three weeks, but before we get into that, if you're listening to this on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. We're at 69, <laughs> nice. Uh, I want to get up to 100 by the end of the year. Uh, the, the fact that I got to 69, noise. Uh, I thought, we're getting so much closer. We're going to be at 70, then 80, then 90, then 100, and then I uh, that, that, then that's good. That means I hit 100 doing podcasting, which is badass. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, throughout the three weeks, people have been asking me where I've been and like why I haven't been uploading. So people have been thinking very much. You know, it makes me feel welcome to be a podcaster when you guys are hounding me all the goddamn time. Like, why haven't you been been uploading and shit? I get it. I get it. But, you know, shit happens. Life gets busy and gets in the way. So, if you follow me, follow me on YouTube. Try to get 200 subscribers. Follow me on Spotify. I don't even know how many followers. I forget how to check how many followers I actually got. On Spotify, I've, I've never really looked into it, honestly, but I'm kind of curious to see where I am for followers. I've watched people literally go on their phone and show me that they're following me right away and shit, which is kind of cool, but I honestly don't know how many I got. But um, the views have been going up on Spotify. People have been listening a lot more on there, which is pretty badass. That Brandon, that, that B. Warren's um, interview. Oh, that's what I accidentally did. Whoops, I turned up the wrong thing. Sorry about that. That, uh... <laughs> That B. Warren's interview got a lot of views and we'll actually get into his wedding. Because that was the first reason why I was gone and out of your lives for a week. Was because I was busy as shit helping out. Well, not really helping out. Just busy getting the wedding stuff ready. It's been three weeks. I'm starting to wonder if I've actually been off for three weeks. I'm just saying I've been off for three weeks. I don't fucking know. It could have been only two. No, I think it was three. Yeah, so what happened was the weekend of my buddy Brandon's wedding is the week that I was gonna that I usually take off. My schedule is usually I do two weeks on recording and uploading to YouTube, and I take a week off to relax, have drinks, and like get back into my social life. I mean, in three weeks, I haven't even fucking skated, so don't even think like, oh, I just didn't want to upload shit. I have just been that fucking busy with shit. So, um, so I mean, yeah. My buddy B. Warrens, who was on the show, his fucking wedding was the first reason why I didn't upload. Just getting that shit all kinds of ready. I was a groomsman for it. 
you know, uh, the week building up to it, uh, I wasn't too nervous. My girlfriend fucking 100% was like shitting herself every single day. She was so stressed out. And um, I don't know, it was just one of those things like, like she wasn't even a maid of honor and she was really stressed, but the maid of honor ended up getting sick. So she thought she was going to have to be it. Luckily, the actual maid of honor came and had a good time. But my girlfriend was actually asked to do a speech. Which, to me, was very, very funny to see. I was like, haha, you gotta do a speech and all that shit. And, like, literally, karma instantly kicked me in the ass. Because I said, haha, you gotta do a speech and I don't. But then the groomsman, the best man for the groomsman was like, I will faint if I go up and do a speech. Which made the bride go to my girlfriend and say, by the way, uh, Justin's doing a speech now. Me. And I'm like, why do I gotta do a speech? And I fucking did one speech at my brother's wedding. I did one speech and that apparently everybody loved. And now it's just like, yeah, I always gotta do speeches now. It fucking sucks. So, I had to do speech. And um, so, it didn't help on my girlfriend's side. You know, she's trying to make this like the cute, like, you know how girls are. You know, you're my best friend. You know, we've done so much together. And they talk about how they met and shit. Um, I was like, oh shit, I don't really know what to say. Everyone's like, oh, you'll be fine and shit. You did great at your brother's wedding. The difference between this wedding and my brother's wedding is that's my fucking brother that I've grown up with for 27 years of my life. I know a lot more about him and I could, I, I know the crowd a lot better because it's like my family and, you know, my sister-in-law's family. But mostly, I, if I knew if I got my family laughing, it'd be a-okay. I'm going into a straight-up fucking crowd where I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Like, I when I do the whole thing of uh, public speaking, it doesn't freak me out anymore. I did a poetry read when I was 16. I think I talked about this before. But I did a poetry read at 16 in front of 70 of poets of Toronto. And, um shit in my pants but pretty much after doing that like i don't really care to talk to people uh and uh, like when it came to this wedding i was like oh shit i gotta fucking do a speech in front of a crowd that i don't really know but the way i also kind of looked at is i won't see any of these people probably ever again besides the the bridesmaids and the groomsmen and like you know a couple family members from both sides of the family because well, Brandon and Courtney do have a kid, and they're usually there when I pull up. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, like, like, I was kind of like, oh, fuck, I'm going into, you know, like, I was just kind of like, oh, fuck, I don't know what to really say. My girlfriend's, like, literally writing, like, all night, the night before, losing sleep. And she lost even more sleep when she was like, here's some cue cards, write some shit down. And I said, oh no, I'm just going to bullshit it. And like, if you you if you know me outside of this like podcast shit, I'm pretty much the same person. But I am a, I don't think before I talk a lot. And I've gotten in a lot of trouble by not thinking before I talk. And this is one of those things where my girlfriend's like, you really need to think before you talk. And like, she's 100% right. But... I was like, well, I'm going to speak from the heart. And I'm going to have a few beers before I do it. So the heart's going to be kind of funny. 
Because when it comes to public speaking, I try to be a little bit funny. And um, that just fucking terrified my girlfriend. But I gave her a speech. I gave her a line for a speech. And I knew this would work tremendously good on my half of my speech. Because she was going first. So she was talking about how she met her bride. Or her the maid of honor. Or the fucking maid of honor. The bride in university. And, you know, their lunches. Hanging out at lunch together, ended up going across the world to Africa because they went to Africa together to for a program where like, you know, like they're 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 supply teachers. So, you know, they went there to kind of like teach and I I'm not really sure what they did over there. But I heard some stories about it. All I know is that my girlfriend got ringworm in her foot at one point, which I, she gets all these shots for Africa and still gets ringworm. But that's besides the fact. Um so I gave her this line purposely because I was like, I got a little funny line if she says it. So she said it. I was like, okay, my speech is going to start off kind of good. And um, um, I was like, well, um, I met Brandon working at the Tim Hortons there and on the side of the 401. And then I said, we may not, me and Brandon didn't hit that or, end up across the world to Africa but we hit every bar in our hometown that we could while they were in Africa I gotta laugh and after that I don't remember much of what I said I kind of zone out when I'm improvising like I zone out sometimes while I'm recording this and I just wait for the comments just in case I offend somebody so like good thing we're at like 62 episodes I think and I haven't really offended anybody yet I got a few texts from like people and you know the bride is was pretty pissed when i was chirping her with her fucking husband right next to me but i kind of zoned out while i was doing the speech and um all i know is that i said courtney wasn't impressed with me when she first met me which she wasn't because i chirped a bartender that was courtney i've talked about that in late in old old very old episodes of this podcast i chirped a bartender and First time I met her because he was pissing me off. <laughs> I made fun of his fucking, like his fucking Drake haircut. Didn't think that through. Um, and she's literally told me before, like, ah, uh, yeah, I never thought I'd ever see you again. But luckily, Brandon and I have always been kind of close. And unfortunately for Courtney, she's kind of made me. Or I've been kind of around, but it's good because she started to like me but fun fact what i've learned about courtney i thought she was trying to set me up with now my girlfriend she was trying to set my girlfriend up with another guy and my girlfriend just saw me and said i was like yo he's got that fucking beautiful ginger beard and i just want it so you know thanks to courtney for giving me her i guess <laughs> i guess uh even though you, your plan failed but i got her and now we live closer to you so yeah so thank you for that. Thank you for a good night, actually, to Brandon Corning. It was a beautiful night. I danced my ass off. My girlfriend was like, you danced so weird. And one of her friends, who's a dancing instructor, said I had great moves. So my girlfriend obviously has bad taste when it comes to dancing because the dancing instructor said I had good moves. And when the dancing instructor asked me how I, where I learned my moves, my drunk ass said I learned them all drunk, which I did, but I probably shouldn't have said that the first time meeting one of her old college friends. <laughs> So like that, yeah. Pretty much the wedding was the first week of why I didn't upload. Like it was my week off and I didn't want to upload. Or I, it was like my week off and I was just kind of like, fuck it. Second week why I didn't upload. Uh, Mossport was 
there. Canadian Tire Motorsports Park, the Pinty Series, the last weekend of the summer. Pretty much the big shebang. We're like a huge crew of us. Go up to Mossport together. And uh, we just fucking full sender. We have a lot of fun and all that. And uh, believe it or not, it's a lot of shit throughout the week that you gotta do. Especially when your girlfriend is out of town and she's like the organized one. And you're saying, you're like, ah, oh, fuck, now I gotta get this. Like, I have to get the groceries. Ooh, I have to get the, uh, the car all packed up. And the most important thing is I can't fucking forget anything. Because she'll be very mad at me. So, <laughs> Mossport is just a shit show before, like, the week before you even go up there. Which turned into, I have no time to upload or even film because I was too busy trying to get everything ready for Mossport and that turned into also another very good fun long weekend for me I booked off the Thursday I booked off the Friday and I booked off, booked off the Tuesday right after good thing I fucking did that because my brain was not working at all on Tuesday but what a what an amazing weekend you know like it wasn't packed, and uh, a lot of people were saying this place is overpriced now and shit like that. But for me, I had the crew that I haven't seen since 2019 at the truck races, and they all came out. I met some new people, and it turned out to be one of the most fun weekends I've ever had. And the racing was actually really, really good. We had a car go by with its back, like, right where the back tire is. That whole fender came flying off his car and almost hit us, but... End up, we got the back end of a car, of a Pinty's car, and a kid went down, actually got signed, and got pictures with the race car driver. It was a good weekend, and, um, you know, it was a, it was a very good way to say salute to the summer, and, um, that was a lot of fucking drinking that whole weekend. There's a guy who comes up from Ottawa, shout out to the homie Ryan. This fucker, all he does all weekend, me and him, is we talk about good music, we drink good beer, and we laugh our ass off at some of the dumbest shit imaginable, and we usually do some very dumb shit that's very fucking funny as well. And on top of the fact, this was the first year my nephew actually came to the races, and all of us were like, oh, how's he going to react to like the loud noise and shit? Had a blast running across the Canadian Tire Bridge each time the cars went by to see them go by and shit. It, it like, oh, it was so sweet to my heart. It was so good to see. But um, it was just a really good weekend. Good ender to the summer. Fireworks. Um, we walked the track one night. And, but the, the one thing that I did. Oh, my phone fell in my pocket. The one thing that I actually did that I don't really do ever is I sung while playing guitar. Not only did I sing while I played guitar, um, apparently I actually sounded pretty good, which I don't fucking believe, but I was very intoxicated and everyone I was playing with were just as, as intoxicated as me. But I did one thing that I fucking never do, and I actually... In front of all these people I haven't seen in three years and shit. I, um, I balls up and actually played a couple of my original songs to these people. Um, and they got good reviews from my, my friend group that will 
Literally, if I have a bad song, they're the first ones to say, you're a fucking idiot. Don't ever play that again. They said it was good. I had Ottawa Ryan and his family saying, that sounds really good. And even strangers that just came to the fire, they said it was really good. So it was a really good feeling to actually uh, play my songs and it actually getting a good review, you know. It actually went so good, Ottawa Ryan, I'm just going to keep calling him Ottawa Ryan, uh, he wants me to actually start putting him on YouTube like Zach Bryan did. Uh, if you guys don't know who Zach Bryan is, he's uh, a 26-year-old kid who just started uploading songs to YouTube. Now he has uh, an album with 35 songs on it, because he got signed to Warner Brothers, and then he came out with a six-song EP. And he's saying, I'm retiring. Because he never wanted to be, uh, like, he just wanted to post his songs on YouTube and have fun. He never wanted to be, like, a pro with it. Um, and, you know, when it comes to me actually uploading the songs to YouTube and shit, I mean, I, I, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. It's nerve-wracking because I don't... I, I'm not a good singer. And I literally said that to everyone. Dude, I don't fucking sing. And they're like, just do it anyways. Like, people don't really... Like, some people literally just listen to these songs just for the lyrics. Just understand it. Hear your strumming and shit. Um, which is cool. I respect that. But um, to me... Like, especially a few of the songs I played. They're... I don't know. They're personal to me. You know, like every musician says they're personal to him. But to me, it's just like... Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. It's like, I don't want to release it for everybody to hear, you know? I just... It's just one of those things where it's like, like you know, if you're luckily... If you're lucky enough to be there when I play it, it's like, it's there. And you got to hear an original one of my things and... It'll stay with you, hopefully. Or, like, you know, you'll, you'll want to come back to the fire the next night and hear it again. Or, you know, you'll want me to keep writing or something like that. That was the biggest thing. A lot of people were like, you got to keep writing. And um, if I start uploading to YouTube and shit, let's say I actually got a following. Well, I fucking, like, write maybe two songs every, like, eight months. Like, I get a lot of writer's block. I'm very picky when it comes to my songs. And I'll finish a song and never play it again because I'm fucking like, yep, nope, I don't like it. So, it's one of those things where it's like, <sighs> I should, I really want to, but at the same time, it's just like, it's like a very personal thing to me and I, I j <sighs> how do I explain it? It's just kind of like, like... I've gone away from, if you notice on my social media, I've gone away from posting a lot, which a lot of people are like, dude, you have a fucking podcast, post every chance you can, but I've gone away from that. I've gone away from posting on my Snapchat to all my friends and my Instagram and stuff. I've gone away from all that. And um, because I've learned, uh, you can post all the fuck you want, but you miss a lot when you're kind of filming behind your phone all the goddamn time which I used to do I used to try to film as much as I could and try to live my fucking best life if you would and um I kind of stopped 
I just kind of like lived in the moment. That's kind of how I look at like when I'm playing these songs for these people. It's like I can put it on YouTube for everyone to hear, but it's like I like playing it in the moment and seeing the people's reaction, if that makes any sense. So, yeah, I'll probably post them. I don't know. If you want to hear these original songs, comment on YouTube and let me know. And um, I will post as many. Each time I write a song, I'll just post it. If you guys really want to hear, <clears throat> once again, not a professional singer, so it'll sound like shit. But if you guys actually want to hear these songs, I'll fucking post it for you, you know. For the Honestly Lazy fans, I would definitely do it for you guys because you guys are the reason why I do any anything when it comes to content or anything. So if you guys want it, then I will do it for you. <laughs> oh yeah, and the last re in the last week, uh, family camping trip. I haven't done that in three years either. So we decided we finally got the family camping trip. Got to see everybody. The only annoying thing was Moss Sport, and then the weekend after, I'm in a tent again, camping again. God damn, it was a lot. It was a lot, but we got it all done. Back into my uh, into my apartment, get to sleep in my bed this weekend, and I just kind of keep on keeping on, yeah, no. <laughs> but yeah, sorry I've been gone for three weeks. I I, I hate going off the top of my head because I feel like I'm I'm missing so much. But you know what? Fuck it. Down the road, when I have somebody on, I'll remember one of these things, and we'll fucking we'll we'll bring it back. I guess I don't know. But yeah, welcome. We're we're going to keep it rolling. On to the next segment. The YouTube boxing world. <laughs> Holy shit. What a ride for the past three weeks. I will say, first thing I'm going to say, KSI. Everyone was so hyped about KSI beating those two guys. He didn't fight the white... The, the, the guy who is a racist. He didn't end up fighting him. He was out. So he ended up fighting, I think, another YouTuber and shit. And everyone's praising KSI for these two wins. Two in one night. This man's a god. Blah, blah, blah. He's what, like, YouTube content creating is... Like, I'm just going to stop you right there. KSI fucking boxed nobodies. He did nothing. To me, KSI. Okay, you did beat these two guys. Bravo. Bravo. Good for you. But these do not... These should not fucking count as two wins on your record maybe 1.5 no you know 1.2 because you fucking boxed a goddamn rapper who had zero boxing experience and you fucked him up and you're like i am the champ i'm the greatest boxer you okay you won your first two fights one and they were kind of bullshit they were kind of bullshit man you fucking like, you can call yourself a boxer, but, dude, you haven't proved shit to me that you are a real fucking boxer. You're a content boxer. You guys are fucking nowhere near. I watched, um, uh, I watched, uh, fucking Gib knock out McBroom. Good for Gib. I'm not, that was not a sarcastic clap. He fucking dummied that man. That man is on his way. You ask me. If you ask me, I've said it before and I'll say it again. KSI showed his true fucking colors when he didn't take 
Fucking Jake Paul boxed him at that ring. He wants a bigger ring. He wants more people to see it. Bullshit. He just wants more fucking money. He's not in this shit for anything but to make easy fucking money. Because if he gets knocked out, he makes a lot of money. If he wins, he makes even more money. KSI, like all the other content. I, I think Give is in this shit for real. Trying to really fuck shit up. He's really trying. But people like Jake Paul, Logan Paul, KSI, fucking all those type of... Deji, all... Okay. Deji's just, Deji won. I gotta say congratulations to Deji finally winning a fucking fight. KSI's little brother. That guy's was, that guy's now one in three. Like he was not on a good fucking track and he's kept getting fucking hurt and kept getting beaten. So I gotta say congrats to Deji to, to, by, you know, you fucking won your fight and you did good. Very proud of you. KSI is proud of you. Um, that man, you know, definitely needed a W because he keeps on, keeps on losing, you know. But, you know, Gib knocked his ass out. Good for him. I haven't been paying attention too much to the content creators just because their pay-per-views are getting way too out of fucking hand. And, you know, they're content creators. But... Let's get into the one thing here, ladies and gentlemen, that everyone's been waiting, or everyone, it has been talking about and everyone's excited for, Jake Paul, the fucking bullshit child, the guy who fucking keeps winning when everyone says he's gonna lose. He has announced his uh, next, next, next person that, and I know I'm very late to this, so everyone already knows, but I'll just fucking, I'm going to pretend like... None of you know who he's fighting. Jake Paul has announced his next fight. He will be fighting KSI, apparently, in the new year. But he has to fight someone because Madison Square Garden's like, fuck, the gods are like, fuck you. You're not fighting here because you can't sell the, uh, the fucking enough tickets. He is fighting at the end of the month. Ah, oh, fuck, you already know. I was going to do a drum roll, but you already know. He is fighting Anderson, the Spider Silva, the old UFC GOAT. The man that is good. This is this is definitely someone that Jake Paul this is definitely a big old challenge for Jake, and I think it's gonna be a good fight. I'm gonna watch it. If, if I'm not, I'm gonna watch it. If I'm not busy, I'm gonna watch it because I'm curious to see how Jake Paul is going to do against Anderson Silva. Now. Anderson Silva, you can kind of classify as washed up. You can put him up there with Tyrone Woodley and fucking Ben Askren. The only thing is, he's a, out of all the guys that Jake Paul has fought, this guy is definitely the, the best challenge for him yet. This man is a great. Like, you know, I watched Anderson Silva when I was 13 years old. I watched him fight Forrest Griffin for the second time and punch his ass out. I was in a bar when when he snapped his ankle. That was fucking disgusting, too, by the way. Oh, my God. Like, when they slow-moed it, I remember right when it snapped, the whole bar just screamed, Oh, it was fucking terrifying. I was there... When I, I've literally seen this man get out of some weird things. But that's the thing with KS with, with Mr. Anderson Silva. Everyone, he is still boxing. He's been kickboxing though. K er, fuck, I keep saying KSI. Anderson Silva has one fuck of a kick. He has a great punch. I've literally seen him punch people out. 
but he's a very strong kicker. I watched him pretty much fucking soccer kick someone in the face to win a fight. On Spike, this was a free UFC live event on Spike on a Saturday. It was just, uh, they wanted to do a free night. So we watched it and god damn, I just remember like him just winding up and just out of nowhere. Boom! Head kick, dropped the guy. Fucking crazy. But the big thing that I'm, I'm excited for for this fight is... I know I've said it for every fight and I've been wrong. I think Anderson will actually get this guy this time. And on top of the fact, KSA, or fuck, I got something KSA. On top of the fact, Anderson Silva is one of the guys who will mock you and put his guard down and be like, swing at me and shit and intimidate the fuck out of you. Which is the reason why he lost one of his fights because he did it to the guy and he fucking bop, fucking punched him in the face and dropped him and he lost his championship after that. But. It'll be very interesting to see him, if he starts doing that to Jake Paul, to see how calm Jake Paul actually can be as a boxer and how much shit he can take in the ring as a boxer. Because before, no one has really been doing that. They take him very seriously. And I feel like Anderson Silva will take him seriously, but he's just so talented as a fighter, he will still mock him. I mean, I have seen Anderson Silva before in the ring, literally getting the shit kicked out of him. Literally, if, if it went to decision, he was going to lose. But in literally, I've literally seen him in the last round take the guy to the fucking ground, do some weird fucking, like, chokehold or arm bar or something. Looks like he's just, like, just, you know, moving around, like, trying to figure him out like he's standing up, but he's, like, on the ground with this guy. And next thing you know, you see his legs lock up, his arms lock up, and literally wins the fight. My biggest concern is that he's a very good MMA fighter. You know, he knows everything. He, it's just like, when it comes to box, excuse me, when it comes to boxing, um, it's all arms, you know, but he has been doing the kickboxing, so I can't really talk too much. Either way, I am very excited to finally see Jake Paul fight someone who, yes, you can say is washed up, but still... I don't know how to describe it. Like, he just looks really good still. Like, Anderson Silva still looks good. And it's definitely one of Jake's biggest challenges. So, I'm excited for this fight. I'm excited to see who's going to win it. My prediction is uh, Anderson Silva, third round, knock him out. Feel him out for a bit and knock him out. But I've been wrong every goddamn time. And I will be wrong again. But I hope... Like, Silva actually beats this guy. Because Nate Diaz has just retired from UFC and said he wants to do boxing. Jake Paul's already like, yo, you should box me. And here's the thing. Nate Diaz, very good fighter. An amazing fighter. But that man gets punched in the head once. And he fucking bleeds into his own eye, eyeball and fucking can't see out of it. Like, he, he's still... Like an OG legendary UFC fighter. I will never deny that. I love watching Nate fight. But. I mean for the love of God. Like. Boxing is definitely not his forte. Just because how easy he cuts. He could get kicked out like pretty much instantly. If Jake just nicks to one side of his eye. And he bleeds into his fucking eyeball too much. But. In the Jake Paul world. This is going to be his biggest challenge yet. And I actually can't wait to see it. 
because I want to see him get knocked out. And if Silva doesn't do it, then it's just another year of fucking dipshit Jake Paul. It was a shitty podcast. So, I mean, it's been pretty much all over the news. Everybody knows that the Queen has, well, passed away last week from, I'm guessing, just old age. She was sick, and they announced it pretty much instant. I think she died in the morning. They announced it in the afternoon just so her family could go over and see her when she passed away. But um, it's definitely some news that rocked the world. But, I mean, it rocked in two different kind of ways. Um... So the way, here's the way I've been kind of looking at the queen as with her passing away. Oh my God. Um, the way I'm kind of looking at it is to the older generations, they know exactly what she did and like what she did to help out the countries and what she did to help out the wars and for people like my grandparents and stuff, it was like a big deal that she died and it was like an RIP type of thing. Now to my generation, unfortunately, we don't really know what the queen honestly did. I am one of those people that honestly, like the queen passing away is, was just kind of like, ah, I'm trying to say it without being mean. It was just like, it wasn't shocking. She lived an amazing life. She was like 96 when she passed away. So it's not like she lived a bad life and she did a lot while she was queen of England and like, you know, like, like she passed away, but she did a lot. And even throughout the internet and throughout YouTube and stuff, I'm starting to see like, you know, highlight reels of her sense of humor and stuff like that. And I really like, I love her sense of humor. She was actually a very funny lady, but until she passed away, I really didn't know too much about her i'm sorry i know it's a mean thing to say but i'm like i'm a young pup and i really i just didn't know too much about her so like her passing away i was like well that sucks but at the same time I'm like well i mean yeah but a lot of people were surprised about how my generation was reacting to it via like twitter and the memes and all type of stuff a lot of memes about Prince Princess Diana meeting her at the gates with a two by four, which I thought was kind of funny because honestly I feel like she did have something to do with her death, but I don't I it's like old news at this point. But um uh I, I remember I, I was like on Twitter and stuff and like even like fucking Keemstar, the asshole of like Twitter and the drama alert fucking idiot. Was even like, oh, I'm so disappointed in this fucking generation shit. Like, shut the fuck up. You've said so much savage shit and so much dumb shit on the internet. Like, you cannot talk. But, you know, like, a lot of people were surprised about how the young bucks were reacting to it. And, I mean, in my, in my honest opinion, not surprised at all. Like, this is the world that we live in where once shit happens, it just turns into a fucking meme, you know? So... Like, I wasn't too surprised. And some of them were fucking savage. Some actually posted on Indeed. Uh, I have it right here. My buddy Johnny sent me a little thing on the Instagram. Someone posted a a job posting on Indeed. And for the people who don't know what Indeed is, it's a website where you go on and you... Well, it's pretty much where I have found my last two jobs, actually. So... Um, it's just a place where you find jobs and someone went on there and created a job posting pretty much saying 
Needing a queen immediately. It says Queen of a Queen of England. Um Urgently needed. Now the pay is 175 to 195 pounds a week, and it's full time, day shift, and overtime. Um, uh, you know, like these are the type of things that it's it's a joke. Um, is it too soon? Probably, but you know, in this day and age, it's like go 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 go. Once something happens, everyone's talking about it. Everyone's making memes about it. It's like fucking. Jake Paul knocks out uh, the basketball player, and within five minutes, there is already memes about it all over the internet. This is the generation we live in, and I mean, was was it savage? Yes. I'm sorry. Was it funny? Yes. It was. Fu- like I saw memes, I was even laughing at. But like, that's my fucked up sense of humor. It is still sad that the queen passed away, and it sucks that she did. But honestly, she lived a very good life. So let's just leave it at that. She lived a very, very, very good life. And I got to say cheers to her for living this life. And, you know, on to the next life, I guess. But um, something happened throughout the whole world where they were announcing a holiday for her funeral that was on Monday. That is on Monday. And um, it was really funny in this part of the, the conversation when they announced there might be a holiday for to mourn her on the day of her funeral um where pretty much the same people who were making these memes and shit were like oh my god i get a holiday i take back everything i said i actually and i i actually saw people saying thank you for to the queen for dying but in canada now i know new zealand said they're going to make it like a holiday and shit like that but in canada um are the our government did things a little bit differently. So, in Canada, we do get a holiday on the Monday. But, it's only a federal fucking holiday. Which means, if you don't work in government, you still have to go to fucking work. Which, I mean, I was like, what the fuck, really? Why is it a federal fucking holiday and shit like that? But at the same time, it's like, damn, all these motherfuckers who were making the memes and shit are we're like hoping for that holiday and they still have to work well i mean you were a savage asshole and you know like you can even say i was sad i didn't post like r.i.p to the queen or anything like that i didn't post anything that day so i mean you could say i'm a savage for not even saying r.i.p to the queen and shit like that but like when it comes down to it i'm a human being and if there was a chance to take the monday off i was i would definitely probably take it and I was angry for probably two seconds, and I was like, eh, we just had a fucking long weekend. We just had Memorial Day. But this is where the funny fucking part is. It's only government. Like, Justin Trudeau, our great dumbass fucking prime minister, I'm pretty sure just got back from holidays. Like, spending our money probably on a fucking nice vacation when our fucking, go- when our, like, country's, like, crumpling to, like, bullshit to, like, uh, like, you know, the average living prices keep going up and he's like yeah everything's going up time to go on a vacation you know and now he's like i'm gonna give myself another fucking day off same with doug ford doug ford's actually been underneath the radar i haven't seen too much about him you know just wait till the next snowstorm in the wear time he'll be out there with that fucking foot long shovel fucking shoveling and advertising tim horns while he does it while fucking 
uh, on a phone and driving. But, um, I mean, I just always see it kind of funny that the government gives themselves, like, the extra days, holidays and shit. It's like, oh, fuck yourselves. You guys, like, got into politics. You guys should be working every single day. And I... Now, I'm not saying politics don't work every single day. I'm saying Justin Trudeau, I guarantee you, doesn't work every single fucking day. Because he keeps taking vacations with his fucking family. So, I don't know. I was kind of bitter with the whole um, government just kind of being like, Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take a day off. But all you fucking people aren't that aren't in government. You, you keep working. Da -ba -da -ba -da, you know, I I don't know. They just pray. It's pretty much just like, oh, nice. So I got to still bust my ass off while you fucking, like, fucking fat fuck Doug Ford and dumb fuck Trudeau are at Timmy's buying coffees. Now, if you want my honest opinion, and I, this is just straight up the top of my head. If you want my honest opinion about the civil holiday and, like, the Queen's, uh, like, you know, passing away and, like, do we really need a holiday? Um... <laughs> Oh, this is going to be... Yeah. I really don't think we need a holiday to mourn her death. Like, I, 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 it depends how you how you represent the queen. The way I look at it... Um, okay, so the way I look at it, and I know everyone would just take advantage of it anyways, but on Monday, if you want to stay home and mourn the queen's death, you're allowed to do it, no questions asked. If you have a sick day take it if you don't have a sick day you don't get paid for it that's the way i kind of look at it and you know the businesses can be pissed off for one fucking day factories gm can be pissed off for one day because they aren't hitting their numbers and shit that's the way i kind of look at it but if you don't really care or like you know you're like me who's just like i don't know what you really did so i'm like it's it's a sad thing but it's like doesn't affect my life at all really um you, you should still go to work i mean like when when they were announcing it they said they were going to announce it on thursday and everyone at my work was like oh my god i'm so excited we're going to get a day off i'm like mm. i had hopes but honestly it's probably for the better that we all just kind of go to work because <laughs> you still gotta work it's like you know life goes on like if she was your family and shit yeah you get a day off but i mean like my generation doesn't know what the queen did so yeah get your fucking ass to work but um yeah so i mean the government gets another day off i mean what a surprise <laughs> uh it seems like they're always taking days off and uh, i still gotta work well, whatever not a big deal and um you know uh r.i.p to the queen I'm not good at talking about death and shit. I blew it with the Norm Macdonald episode, so you know, just just deal with it. R.I.P. to the Queen. You did a lot of great things and you lived a great life. Now it's time for your. See, I don't even know who's next. The Charles Prince Char or King Charles. I don't. I don't know. He, yeah, I don't know too much about it. So R.I.P. to the Queen. And. Um, I know everyone's pretty upset about, you know, summer ending. I mean, I was kind of upset. This summer fucking was brutal for me in this little apartment with no AC. I mean, if you look at the old episodes throughout the whole summer, I'm just fucking sweating buckets the whole goddamn time. I was not at all having fun making content 
in this room, but I wanted to because people kept asking me to do it. But, you know, it's getting a wee bit colder out, a wee bit sweater weather, and I love sweater weather, so I'm pretty excited for it. Um, once October hits, it'll be fucking fantastic sweater weather, which means perfect weather to go skate in. It sucks when you eat shit, but at least you get to wear a sweater while you do it. But, um, my phone just went off. Who's messaging me? Um, um, but the one thing I've really been noticing is, uh, the shows. This is the best part about fall. You know, everyone's like, oh, it's winter weather. All the leaves are going to die and shit. Fucking let them die. The TV shows are all back. Rick and Morty just started their new season. I'm, what is it? The second episode. I've watched the first two episodes. And let's just talk about Rick and Morty for a second. Fucking, like, this season is a very surreal season. I'm not going to spoil too much for you, but the first episode, Rick, Morty, and Jerry all go back to their original universes. Which is a very fucking weird thing to see, especially when you've been watching since the beginning. You kind of forget some of the things that happen. Like last season, you find out that the that Rick's uh, story he tells the the fucking flies when he has them when he has them in his own brain is actually true. You find out that he's actually looking for a Rick this whole time, trying to kill him who killed his family. And this season, it starts off with him going after that Rick again. Which, by the way, you barely hear about this Rick. You hear about the Rick maybe three, like, in three scenes you see him throughout the whole fucking series so far. And now he's back because, well, spoiler alert, Evil Morty destroyed all the universes or something. He did something. He destroyed the timeline when he left. And, um, it's kind of cool and it's kind of weird to see where the show is going now. It's definitely feeling like it's going back to the older seasons where there isn't like a big storyline. Like the second episode was just a random episode. The one thing I am noticing about Rick and Morty is that the newer seasons aren't as funny as the old ones. The old ones I'd laugh my ass off for fucking hours, you know, just for the pure stupidity. But um, the new seasons are getting a little bit more serious. And I feel like they're writing really smart smart scripts you know like scripts have meaning and shit which they always kind of did but there was a lot of laughter in between where like the second episode was like holy shit this is just like fucking nuts you know um like for how crazy the episode was in a way it wasn't that crazy like it wasn't like oh mind-blowing or anything but the the way the script was written and what was going on throughout the whole episode where Morty's stuck in the Roy game and Rick's trying to get him out of it. Um, the, the things that the characters are saying in the Roy game are fucking real. And it's, it's like, God damn, this isn't the Rick and Morty I fell in love with, you know? Uh, Justin Rowling came out with a show called Solar Opposites. And if you want to go back to the old Rick and Morty style... Watch Solar Opposites. I, have, I was actually talking to a buddy at work, and he thinks himself that Solar Opposites is better than Rick and Morty. And I'm kind of on the fence. They both have their ways of being better, but if you just want to laugh your ass off, it's definitely uh, Solar Opposites nowadays. The new scenes of Rick and Morty are more kind of like anime, but like um, real and 
I'm not saying it's a bad thing at all. I'm just kind of saying it's fucking different from what I used to watch when it was Rick and Morty, like season one and season two. So, but another show that's coming out in November. I think it's November. Yellowstone. What a fucking shitty last season that was, ladies and gentlemen. If you have never watched Yellowstone, I would highly recommend it for everybody. I don't care who you are, except for very young children, because it's kind of gory. But um, if you need a new show, check out Yellowstone. I've talked about it before in the uh, podcast, but that last season was fucking terrible. Nothing... Like, you know, nothing really had an ending. They just kind of, like, ended the season. You're like, there's so many things that still need to be answered. But the trailer for this season is, all will be revealed. So, you know, we're that means that we're going to have um, everything revealed. Hopefully in a badass way. Usually they're pretty good at being the badasses that they are. But that last season, they fucking blew it. And I know some... Like shows like we need one season like this. I feel like Yellowstone never had to take this route, but they did. Of just like it was just fucking boring. And then they randomly killed character that I liked, and I was like, what the fuck? So you know, the new season is ever going to be different. There's new characters coming in. Some characters I'm like, fucking kill them off. I don't care. They're boring anyways. But it's ever going to be an interesting season. And if they're going to, and I swear God, if it's like this, like the first 15 minutes this last season was really good. If they do, excuse me, if they do exactly what they did with the last season where the first episode's good and then the rest is shit, I'm done with Yellowstone. I don't care if Ryan Bingham's in it and I love his music. I'm fucking done with it. But I've also been watching The Patient, Steve Carell's show where he plays a therapist that gets kidnapped by his, well, patient. And pretty much the patient is trying to tell him or trying to make him help him. So he stops killing people. Yeah, that's kind of a twist. He's, he's a killer. And he brings um, uh, Steve Crowell into his basement. And he kind of, you know, they just have sessions. Now, this show is a very interesting show to me because it's, uh, it's kind of like Reservoir Dogs, that movie, where it's all pretty much shot in the same room, which to me, especially in TV shows, is a big no-no. A fucking bottle episode, I will usually skip that shit. I get it. You're trying to save money on production so you can do bigger and better things later on. But for fuck's sakes, man, I hate the bottle episodes. Now, some shows do it really good. Some shows do it really bad. For instance, Community, uh, when they're looking for a pen. Great example of a good way to do it. BoJack Horseman, when his mom dies. Fucking terrible way to do it. Just... 45 minutes of boredom. Another bad example. Stewie Griffin and and Brian from Family Guy locked in the safe just having a conversation. Fucking boring as shit. Just be funny. You guys, like, all these shows are trying to be, like, real now. Like, especially Family Guy. Family Guy's gone fucking downhill, and I don't care what anybody says. It is dog shit now. If you want, if you want a good show, American Dad, when it comes to, uh, um... Uh, Seth MacFarlane, that's a great show, but Family Guy's just gone fucking downhill, it's just a money grab, The Simpsons I haven't watched in years, so, you know, don't listen to me about The Simpsons, but, um, The Patient does a really good job of somehow keeping it in the same room, and the camera angles, and the script just kind of keeps you fastened in for some reason, I don't know, I want to look up some reviews on The Patient and see what other people are saying, but for me... And this is a guy who needs a lot of action or like a lot of laughs during a show. Um, 
for how they shoot the show and pretty much how every, how every episode is a bottleneck, this is definitely a show that everyone should fucking check out. It's very good, and I, I love it. I love the show. It's just a mini-series, though, so it'll be over... I'm hoping, yeah, it'll be a 10 episode thing. That's the thing. What happened to like 24 episode shows? You know? They're like friends, like all the old 90s shows and shit. 24 episodes per season. Like, fucking, what was the one show I was watching? Prison Break. Prison Break was 24 or 20 episodes, hour long episodes. I feel like people are just getting lazy and there's bullshit excuses. I, less episodes means more creativity. Where it's just like, no, fucking, you guys are just lazy. I've never wrote a show, so I'm just going to be that guy who's like, I've never done it, but you guys just need to do better. But you guys need to do fucking better. They used to do 24 episodes, and now you're down to 10. And you and they're like the biggest thing is shows will just fucking take breaks. They'll release, like Rick and Morty is legendary for doing five episodes and taking like a fucking six-month break. And on top of the fact that Rick and Morty makes you wait like two years, well, they used to. They're good now, but it used to make you wait two fucking years to do five episodes and take a break for six months. Fuck that. Like, you have a call following like you do for Rick and Morty, and you make us wait after five episodes thinking, ooh, we're so great. Fuck you. Release the episodes. Oh. But um, with the fall, it just means good, good TV shows. And um, yeah. I cannot wait to see what else is going to be coming out. I don't know what else is coming out. But um, I got all Disney Plus. I got I got Disney Plus. I've got Disney Plus. Disney Plus, Netflix, and Amazon Prime. So I'm good for pretty much everything. So let the winter begin and let's get some good fucking shows going. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, I think that'll do it for this week's episode of the Honest Lazy Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you didn't, then you're just a fucking mean person and you just need to... No, I'm just joking. If you didn't like it, it's not for you. I mean, it's just a... It's pretty much an Honest Lazy Podcast. It's a show or the show about nothing. It's like the Seinfeld of podcasts, but I'm sure everyone says that about their podcast. But I sit in a room by myself. I need to text B. Warns and see when the hell he's coming back on. But if you made it this far in the video or on Spotify, please follow. Give me a follow. Give me a listen. Give me a download. Give me a like on YouTube. I don't know if Spotify really works. But give me a download. Do whatever the hell you got to do to show your support. Leave comments. You know, leave leave whatever the hell you want. Mean, nice, likes. Don't dislike. That hurts my feelings. I mean, you don't see it anymore anyways on YouTube. But still, I know you disliked it. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah. Until next time. Which is going to be next week hopefully um it's your boy stick i'm out peace honestly lazy podcast <laughs>